Hey friends, and welcome back to Doable Discipleship, a Sidewalk Church podcast designed to help you deepen your faith, or as you know, we love to call it, the show that helps you grow. Uh, friends, my name is Jason, I'm on the Spiritual Growth Team, and we are uh, very excited to be talking with our buddy Chris Reed today. Chris, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. Thanks so much for inviting me. Of course, Chris is a pastor at Saddleback, and he um, oversees Saddleback Parents. So this is now week three of our little series that we've been doing on parenting. So uh, make sure if you have not listened, go back and listen. The first episode was on seven important reminders for parents. Last week, we talked with Jim and Lynn Jackson from Connected Families. This week, talking to the Chris Reed Saddleback Parents, which Saddleback Parents now has is has gone through kind of a rebrand. So so if you go on the website, saddlebackparents.com, you can see all the information for all the good stuff that they have on there, including um, in, including a, a podcast that they have, which we'll talk about, including a video, a two-minute tips series that they have, including blogs that you can read, including information about small groups that you can do, just a whole bunch, everything that you could want as a parent, <laughs> go on saddlebackparents.com and check it out. So, Chris, I wanted to start because the tagline now for Saddleback Parents is helping parents win. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit about what does it mean to help parents win? Yeah, I'd love to. So um, we, we're talking about how to help parents win, and we're specifically talking about winning at parenting, like mm -hmm. how to win at parenting with mm -hmm. your kids. So at Saddleback, what we say is we're all about the great commandment and the great commission, yeah. right? The, to, to love God and love people. That God has said, man, you are supposed to be this way. That's the great commandment, great commission. Here's the things you're supposed to do. So what we want to do is raise uh, healthy adults. That's what we're looking at as parenting. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about helping parents win, we're saying basically, here's how you raise healthy adults. Here's how you raise purpose-driven kids because health and purpose-driven is synonymous with sure. us here at our church. So yeah, so when we take a look at that, we've kind of broken it down into uh, it, it's an easy way to say it. Okay. It's one of those easier <laughs> said than done things. Right. Yeah. But, uh, we want to help parents win at raising their kids to become interdependent, lifelong followers of Jesus who desire to make a kingdom contribution. Mm. And in that saying, we find the five purposes there. Yeah. So interdependent that, you know, it, it kind of pushes against, uh, Everything that the American life's about, right? <laughs> sure. Independence. Yeah. So, I, I don't need anybody. I can do it on my own. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, it's good that we want our kids to be independent in certain ways, but a better word is interdependent. Mm -hmm. That they, we find two of the purposes in that word interdependent, that they are relying on God first, mm -hmm. right? That they have surrendered their life to God. They've given their life to him and they're living for him. And that's, that's worship. Mm -hmm. And then we also have fellowship in that, the, the purpose of fellowship in there that not just uh, on their own, but relying on God and relying on other Christians, relying on their family, relying on uh, their church, their local church, those types of things. So that's worship and, and, and uh, fellowship. Discipleship is we want them to become a follower of Jesus. So interdependent, lifelong follower of Jesus, yeah. so follow him, who desire to make a kingdom contribution. And the two purposes that we find in there is, first of all, ministry, 
that they're shaped to serve just, just like adults are, you know, we've all been made to minister so that they would discover their shape and be able to serve and make a difference in the lives of other people. But also, uh, we have evangelism in there. So make a kingdom contribution through, man, tell people about Jesus, you know, know how to, and, and learn to, and make the effort to win people to Christ. And so that's the idea of what uh, we're helping them win at. Yeah, helping them win at, at uh, raising kids who are uh, who, who are healthy adults. That's a great. I love that. And it, I think what's what's it, it can be hard. I think sometimes for parents uh, because it can feel like yes, I have all this intention. I can see that I want this to happen. I want my kids to grow into healthy adults. But when we're talking about intentionally discipling kids, it can kind of feel a little bit overwhelming. Like, okay, I'm supposed to help these kids grow to live out these five purposes in their life. Uh, that can feel like a bit much, like a, like like a a pressure <laughs> that is put on them. Oh yeah. So, can you help us? How can parents think a little bit differently about discipleship with their kids? Yeah. So what. The, the idea about parenting, okay? Now, I've uh, been married to my beautiful bride, Tina, for 32 years. We've been parenting for 31 of those years. So all, all our kids are, are out of the house, and, you know, they're, they're 23, 27, and 31, right? Yeah. So the, the other piece of this is we've been in ministry for almost 30 years, like, like pastoring, yeah. youth pastor, 20s, 30s pastor, marriages, stuff like that. Now, parents, what we know is that parenting is the most important job on the planet, mm-hmm. right? We, we take a look at the family. Healthy families will produce uh, healthy churches, okay? That starts with parenting. Yeah. Healthy parents, healthy families, Healthy churches. Healthy churches will produce healthy communities. Healthy communities will produce a healthy world, right? So it is so important. There's no more important uh, job out there. And that can come with a lot of intense pressure and stress, <laughs> right? Yeah. Because it's it's not only the most important job, but it is the toughest job on the planet. Yes. Yeah, I'm not only responsible for keeping these kids alive, but I'm responsible <laughs> for helping them to grow in the way that they yes. should, As right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I love that our church puts such... An, uh, an important emphasis on families and on kids and on students and on marriages and on, and on parenting. And, and that's why, because you, not only are you not supposed to do it alone as a parent, you, you can't do it alone. You cannot do it alone and be successful. And you're, you're not meant to do that. So I think that one one of the if if you if we take a look at discipleship and say we need to uh, have maybe a fresh new definition of what that looks like. Now at Saddleback, what we say is discipleship is becoming like Jesus. Mm-hmm. That that's what it is, simply put. So we want our kids to become like Jesus. So how can we help our kids become like Jesus? How can we help our kids think and act like? Jesus. Mm. And 
not just thinking of, oh my gosh, they've got to, you know, read the Bible all the time and they've got to be praying all the time. And, you know, like all these things, am, am I helping them do all these things? I think that uh, puts a lot of pressure on, on parents. Just if I make one wrong decision or if I'm not doing so, uh, enough, mm-hmm. right? So I think one of the first, the first thing I would say is get that fresh perspective on what discipleship is mm-hmm. and know that it's, hey, I, I want them to, to become like, like Jesus, you know, to, to, to think and act the way he did. This, the second thing is to realize that more isn't better. And a lot of times we think more, I could do more, more isn't better, sure. better is better, Yeah. right? And a lot of times less is better. So we don't want to add a whole bunch of stuff and stress ourselves out, stress our kids out. And uh, that that's not what life is. Yeah. <laughs> so I also, I, I want you in school, but I also want you to memorize the whole scripture. And I also want you to do these, <laughs> all these different Bible studies. Yeah. Here. It's just like adding, it's, so it's not more, it's not trying to oh, inst- yeah. like instill more knowledge in their head necessarily yeah it's like we we have you in church and you're hearing a lesson you are going to small group and you're hearing a lesson you need to uh, be in the word every day so there's all these lessons lesson you know there's all this stuff we're filling our head with yeah but what about the life and the living (laughs) part and how much of the i'm still trying to live out Two months ago, the thing that got, the word that God gave me, right? So a lot of times we can just cram God's word, thinking discipleship's all about just giving them God's word. Sure, but it, but it it it's so much more than that. And I, I so I think if if we go with that idea of less is more. So John ten ten is a fantastic scripture, one of my favorite scriptures. It says the reason the second part of the verse, the reason that Jesus came was to give us a life better than we've ever dreamed of. Yeah, right. Are we experiencing that life as parents? Are we projecting that to our kids with our words and our actions? Or are we projecting stress, which a lot of times with stress will come anger and, you know, these things that, that, that are the words that we speak, it, it, it's what our heart is full of, Yeah. right? It, it's, it's the overflow of our hearts and in, in our actions. So um, we, yeah, we, we need to project that, uh, abundant life to our kids. We need to help them experience a life better than they've ever dreamed of. Mm. Parenting, yes, toughest job on the planet. Yes, most important job <laughs> on the planet. But but life is tough. Yeah, life is hard. And but we're we've been put here to enjoy it and to love it. So I think the things that we need to do is figure that out for ourselves and then be able to pass that on to our kids. And can you talk a little bit about the unique? Just that difference between like a Sunday school teacher, you know, versus a parent, because a parent has a different type of relationship, a different type of opportunity to disciple their kids in a different way than a teacher has. Oh, that's great. That's so true. 168 hours in a week. Yeah. Right. And if you take your kids to church, maybe they're there for an hour, maybe two hours. Yeah. And if it's small group, maybe three hours, they're with a bunch of other kids. They're not getting one-on-one time mm-hmm. with it. So, so a few minutes 
each each week is all the 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 Sunday school teacher, the Bible study leader, the life group leader. That that's all the time that they get with yeah. with your kid. Now it's great that you're doing that. That is an awesome step, and and that's important to do. In fact, when I was younger, my mom used to drag my uh, my sister and me to church. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, I, my dad would be laying on the couch. He'd never go. <laughs> yeah. He's watching football. And I'm like, mom, why in the world are you? Ta- I, I do not want to go to church. I want to be here with dad and watch. And man, she made sure she took me every and, and I know I was a jerk to her for that. <laughs> I was such a jerk to her with my words and action, you know, pouting and angry, sure. but man, she stayed true to that. And so if you're a mom who is bringing your kids to church and they are fighting you tooth and nail and you're thinking, man, it, I just need to not, I'm just going to give up on yeah. this. Stay strong. Mm. Keep bringing them to church. Super important. Um, but it, it doesn't stop there. Okay. That's, that's just kind of the beginning because your life, you're around them so much more and you have, uh, you have the, the greatest uh, influence in their life mm. more than media, more than their friends, more than, more than anyone else, a parent's influence on the life of their child is, is so important. So, so for you to be able to uh, spend time, and again, John 10, 10, enjoying time with your children. So this is the thing I'm saying about discipleship that yeah. might be a little different, is have fun with them mm-hmm. and, and show them what it looks like to, uh, to live the Christian life. It, it is amazing. Not all perfect though, right? <laughs> yeah. So we've got great things happening at the same time, bad things happening, but they're watching you. How are you reacting to these things? So, so much of it is, is ourselves in our connection with Jesus, our connection with other Christians, how we are responding to things that we can't control, which is most stuff in life that happened to us. And they're learning from that. The kids are learning. This is discipleship. Yeah. Right, it's how it's what Jesus did. Yeah, Jesus discipling people. Um, he he he's outside. A lot of times he's walking around. He's hanging. He's talking with people. He's laughing with people. He's eating with them. He's he goes into other people's homes. So think about just bringing your children with you different places and enjoying time with them, and and create memories and 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 make memories. You know, those are some great pieces of discipleship. Yeah, a, a teacher figure has a lesson plan. They have like their plan thing that they want to teach on that day. But so much of the opportunity for discipleship and parenting is just responding to the daily, just for, just just doing that life together and seeing those opportunities to respond or to use moments to teach. It doesn't have to be explicit teaching, like we're going to sit down and talk about, but it can be just implicit, just in how you respond to a given situation as, as something that comes up as you're going through the course of your day. That's a discipleship opportunity. Oh, yeah, totally. And another great thing to do is after, if you bring your kids to church or you're picking them up from small group on the drive home, chat with them briefly about what they learn. Yeah. See, a lot of times parents will just say, hey, did you have a good time? Did you have fun? Kids will be like, yeah, or, you know, <laughs> whatever. They're, yeah, we played. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but hey, what's one thing? Tina and I always love just, just with that one thing I do. Mm-hmm. What's one thing that you learned from uh, 
from from Life Group or what's one thing that you learned from uh, church today? Yeah. And then kind of talk about that. But then you also share the one thing that you learned. And you don't need to make it this long, drawn-out conversation. It could just be a sentence or two, mm-hmm. right? But then we get in a habit of doing this, and it's a part of the drive home instead of... What you know, whatever normally happens in the drive home from church, yeah. but these are ways you can be intentional about life situations that you're already in. Mm, that's so good. So, you said that your kids were, I think, 31, 27, 23. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what is I'm, I'm, I'm so curious, well, what is an important lesson? It could be the most important, or it could just be one that, yeah. It comes to mind an important lesson that you have learned about how to disciple your kids. Yeah. So for, for me personally, mm, guys, there's been a few <laughs> <laughs> for, for me personally, I, I would say, uh, be more kind. Mm. I need to, to be more kind. And, um, I'm going to give you an example of this and and it's really fresh. (laughs) My voice starts breaking up. So the 23 year old works for Apple. She just got a promotion. Oh, cool. She's moving. We're we're moving her up actually next week to uh, uh, San Jose area. And she's super excited. And I, you know, I'm actually in, in bed, uh, um, I'm just tired from, you know, the long day type sure. thing. So she comes over, she's talking to my bride downstairs and then she, she comes up to me and, and knocks on the door and, and I'm like, yeah. And she, she comes in and Hey honey, what's going on? She's like, Oh dad, look at this. So she, she brings her, her laptop up and says, here's the place that I got. Uh, the, uh, you know, she went apartment hunting and wow. looked and found a thing and and I look at it. So first of all, you know, I'm going to make excuses, right? Everyone has <laughs> excuses. And uh, so so I'm tired. She shows me this thing. And I just kind of, I, I don't have a filter or anything. <laughs> I'm upset because she hasn't talked to me yet mm. about the apartment. She's done it. Yeah. On, she, she had a couple other people with her. And my bride was one I found out later. But she didn't talk to me about it. She talks to me about it. So... So she shows me and I'm like, well, where's this at now? And I'm like, that's a half an hour away. Are you kidding me? You're going to drive half. That's, that's an hour round trip each mm. day. Did you think about that? You know how much money, how much gas is costing, <laughs> right? Sure. That is, I mean, like, is the area even, so I come out with this stuff. Sure. And what she wanted to hear, what my bride told me later, <laughs> she, she like just took off. She was mad. She's like, whatever, dad. And she leaves. And yeah. I'm like. What? Wait, what did I do? Whatever. <laughs> what are you talking? We're just talking here, right? Yeah. So my bride comes up and she's like, honey, you are the most attractive man I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and your muscles are bigger than Ramsey's. And no, she, she didn't say any of that. She came up. She's like, um, honey, she just wanted to hear you say, good job. I'm so proud of you that you did this yeah. on your own. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the biggest jerk, <laughs> right? And uh, so I still mess up, but I, but I know um, that about me. A lot of times I'm very direct sure, and I'm very clear with stuff, which, which I think is important, but I'm not very kind with mm. my words. 
and where I'll be that with other people a lot more than those closest to me. Sure. So with, with my kids, I'm just like, so that's one of the things that, that I pray about that God would uh, help me to be more of a, a, a kinder person. Well, that's such a, I think, and I think that can be really hard for us because sometimes our kid, like it, it, again, it, it it goes back to that responsibility thing is sometimes is we can feel stressed or anxious. Like, like our kid is, our kid is in our minds messing up or doing something wrong. And so what comes out is that instant reaction. And what can be so hard is to try to build that filter up over time where that instant reaction gets, you know, is, is like, wait a second, how do, how, how would I want to be responded to? if the situation was reversed yeah. and that's so hard for us <laughs> it's hard for me I, I i i feel like i'm i'm very much in the same boat where i i i don't uh i, I don't say the things that i wish i said instantly but that's where last week in my conversation with with jim and lynn jackson is we talked a lot about the opportunity to have do-overs mm. and to just that's go good. back and say i i, I want to redo how that happened. I, yeah. you know, I'm going to go back in bed. If you can come back in and yeah. show me again, and then I want to be the person that I want to be in the situation. Yeah, that's so good. You know, as I was sharing that with you, God just told me something else I mm, need to do, it. which yeah. is so important, is to ask for forgiveness. Yeah. I have not done that yet. I cannot believe I haven't apologized for that yet. Mm. And, um, you know, again, you go back to excuses. Oh, times there's been so many different things that have been happening I in our so lives. I was I'm so like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I I need to apologize to her. So that's something I'm going to do today. And even just that realization now, it doesn't matter when this happened. That realization yeah. is that opportunity and that 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 in itself is teaching your kids a discipleship. Yeah. Because it's teaching them the power of forgiveness and that yes. you can ask for it at any time, you know, whenever. And it's so important for parents to model that. Yes. Right. I think that's such an I think that's an opportunity too, is that not everything as we talked about has to be a lesson. Sit down and let me teach this to you. But it's that modeling, you know. And you don't need to say, by the way, if you noticed I asked for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. This is an example of how Jesus, you know, in talk it you don't have to yeah. do that all the time. Just by doing it. Yeah. That's setting, you know, that example in place. That's planting those seeds for your kids to recognize, like, hey, like, that's cool that my dad was able to come and ask for forgiveness. Mm. Like, that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Mm. I love that. What? um, Oh, I I had another question that's a similar thing, Mm -hmm. but uh, but slightly different, especially since how we took the last one. If... um, if you could go back in time, hop in the time machine and go back to Chris, you know, uh, we'll say 27 years ago, <laughs> <laughs> what is was some uh, advice that you would want to tell you or your wife or both of you, you know, everybody about how to raise kids, about parenting and discipleship for kids? Yeah. Well, 27 years ago, let's see, I was uh, four years old. So it was pre-K. <laughs> Which is amazing because you had a four-year-old and a two-year-old. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think going back in time, tell them, well, the first thing I would tell myself 
uh, personally is um, you need to tell your bride what an amazing mom she is. Mm. She has done such a fantastic job with our kids, with all that she's done. I mean, having a full-time job and having three children and super involved in ministry, like yeah. mentoring young, young ladies. She, it, I, I might have said it a couple times to her, but not nearly enough. And well, special shout out here to Tina. Tina, if you're listening, <laughs> you're hearing it here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, that's the first thing I would say. And then I think, yeah, for, for me, for me as a parent, it would be, uh, it would, it would just go back to that being more kind, um, with, with my responses, maybe uh, I was the dad who we were a sports family and I always coached my kids in sports mm -hmm. and, um, and my bride was like the team mom and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'd, I'd be the dad who would want them to be better at sure. stuff. So it's like, yeah, that was great. Great win. Nice job, you know, uh, scoring that goal or making that tackle or, you know, whatever. But then, um, Hey, you know, there was this other thing and the sure. way you can better yourself. Right. And that's like issues I have with myself too. It's like when we compare ourselves, we don't want to compare ourselves with others. Yeah. Right. Because we're comparing all that we know about ourselves with practically nothing we know about the other people we're comparing. So mm. comparison is so bad, but, um, but comparing to, to ourselves, a, bettering ourselves. So I kind of get pretty hardcore into that. And, and I know I've leaked that out onto my kids. And, <laughs> and again, I'm being very clear with stuff and, and, but, but probably not very kind. So well, it seems like, it seems like really what you're getting at is as early as you can in your parenting journey, and it doesn't even have to be started when you're a parent, it could start earlier in your life. But, but the more you get to know yourself, and your um, instincts, the way that you talk to yourself, the way that you think and process things, then the better it is so that you know what you are bringing to your kids. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just that it's kind of the opportunity to get to, you know, understand yourself because your kids are seeing you in, in the way that you act in, in your body language, your behavior, the way that you react to things, you know, and process things. And so the more time that you spend getting to, to really kind of understand yourself and be like, I know I can be this way. Like you were talking about with kind words, as an example, um, then the more than you can be a bit more intentional of saying, okay, I know I can come across as this. So if you see this come in, you can even tell your kid, if you see this, you can call it out. Yeah, for sure. And you can say, dad, you're doing it again. Yeah. You know, or, or mom, I see this happening again. And, and, and it's important to be able to have that humility to say, you're right. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah. That's not how I want to be. So let me try it a different way, you know? That's that's so great, Jason. In fact, one of the things that uh, we made a priority was like taking our kids out one-on-one. Mm -hmm. -on -one. Yeah. So I would date my daughters yep. and then my son and I would hang out. And one of the questions I would always ask, hey, give me one thing I could do better as a dad. Yeah. 
And they, and they would share that. And, the and they're like, I've been thing. waiting for you to ask. Yeah. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> Dad, only one? I got like 15. Yeah. Which know? one do you want this time? I'll save yeah. the other for next time. <laughs> but a really cool byproduct of that was they would always come back with every single time, Dad, what's one thing I could do better mm. as, you know, as a child, you know, type thing as your daughter, as your son. So then that would spark good conversation with stuff. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Hmm. Well, uh, that's one great example of, of of what I wanted to ask you next, which is spend that quality one on one time with your kids, um, or with with each kid. But I wanted to ask, well, what are some other practical ways that parents can really start, you know, investing in discipleship with their kids? And again, it doesn't have to be go and buy these studies to sit down to do together, <laughs> but just some little things that they can start to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that parents that are listening uh, are like, wow, oh, I, I, I want to be a bit more intentional with how, um, with how I'm thinking about raising my kids. Um, into Christ-likeness, into that a discipleship piece that we were talking about. So what are some tips or yeah, some advice? So I got, there's a couple I'll share. One is, yeah. is uh, what my, my bride's done and then and the other with me. I think with her, one of the many things that she did was so amazing growing up is she took Deuteronomy chapter 6, mm -hmm. those early verses, literally. That's where Moses comes to Israel, says, hey, you know, bringing you God's word, love God with all your heart, mind, mm -hmm. soul, strength, right? And put them on your doorpost. Repeat them over and over again to your children, that yeah. kind of thing. She literally had scripture in every single room of the house, mm -hmm. in the hallways. She would put it on flip chart, you know, those little day calendars. Sure. She had it on artwork. Um, she, it, it, was, it was all over the place. Mm. And scriptures that we had talked about that were important ones to us, you know, like, like uh, what it means to be loving, right? 1 Corinthians 13, yeah. four, 4 through 7. And <clears throat> like um, uh, Galatians 5, hmm. where uh, fruit of the Spirit, sure. right? These, these great pieces of like the things that Jesus wants us to be, right? This, this kind of thing. So, so kids walking around, I'm walking around, we're, we're all looking at scripture like all the time. Yeah. And we would talk about it at meals when we're together. So like at, at dinner, for example, Hey, run over to this particular piece of artwork or, you know, whichever one you want, grab <laughs> one of the words and, and come back and let's talk about that word you've picked, oh, that's you cool. know, like how have you displayed that this past week or how have you seen someone else display that? You know, how has your sister displayed that in this past, you know, just, mm. so we, that was one of the things we would do to talk about God's word. That's cool. There was another thing that we called mama's jar where you reach in and you pull up and it's got a bunch of different situations that happen. Mm. And so we started that when, when they were young yeah. and uh, again, Tina, Tina had started that. So they reach in a, the jar they pull it out and then we talk about that question who has to one person had to answer the question mm -hmm. so uh one would ask the other would answer and we would just and that was our dinner conversation sure. or our lunch conversation uh you know th that we would do so those are those are some easy i mean man, especially now there's some like nice artwork yeah out there. oh yeah you can so. buy really nice versions you know to have in different places of the wall so it's not just it's it looks pretty too yeah. while also being that that time for you know having that scripture around 
And that's that's a really cool opportunity because imagine being a kid and and something is bothering you and you're just kind of I don't know something happened at school that's really gnawing at you or whatever and you're walking around the house and you just come across this verse that you've seen there and you've kind of passed by it probably it just kind of fades into the wall a little bit oh yeah but you just find yourself stopping and be like hey this is speaking to me right now <laughs> yeah yeah it's so good um, you know another another thing that she would do is. Uh, every Thursday was Thankful Thursday, we mm-hmm. called it. So before kids went to school, before we went to work, we wrote in the Thankful Journal, and she mm. would leave this journal out, and it's basically put one thing that you're thankful for. Yeah. Okay, we know you're thankful for God and for family, so other than those <laughs> two things, sure. what's, what's the third thing that you're going to say that you're thankful for? And, and, and this is discipleship, yeah. right? It, it's getting you to be a more grateful and more thankful for a uh, person. The thing, the thing that I did was that I would really focus hard on is uh, just making memories mm. with the kids, you know? So it, it, it would look like anything from uh, we're going on vacation, but as a part of vacation, uh, you know, we're going to, what we would do is since, you know, we live in Orange County during the summer, like a lot of families, we go to, uh, Palm Desert yeah, and it's super hot, you know, triple (laughs) digits, like your face is not my favorite area. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a hot guy. No, (laughs) but the rates are super cheap. So we would do a lot of staycations like that. Right. Mm. And, but during that time, what we would do is we'd get together as a family and, I would read a crazy Bible story, mm-hmm. just something that you cannot believe is in the Bible. Yeah, some of these out of the blue, the ones that you don't even necessarily think about, but there's yeah. there's a bunch of crazy stories in there. Yeah. So so as kids, you know, reading reading in Kings about Elisha, who's uh, after he purifies some water, he, he's he's walking down this road, and forty two. <laughs> little kids like come out yeah. from the bushes and start taunting him yeah. and calling him baldy. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets so mad that he has a couple bears come and attack <laughs> him and maul him and kill him. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like, what, the, what is yeah. that? About? Why is this? Okay. Great. <laughs> Interesting use of your power there, Elijah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so crazy and mean. And so, but yeah, so finding things, you know, just kind of tying in a fun time and bringing in some of God's totally. word like that. But even like not having God's word with, um, uh, waking them up at, mm-hmm. you know, midnight when they've gone to bed at nine or whatever, <laughs> sure. right. And throwing them in the back seat of the car and driving to, uh, you know, in and out burger <laughs> or, you know, driving, just, just getting some food. Sure. And oh my gosh, they, they still talk about that stuff today. <laughs> and it would be, we would just do a late night run like that. We'd go to Krispy Kreme or something. Mm. And sometimes the kids, they wouldn't even want to eat (laughs) and they would not open their eyes, but they love just walking down to the car with their pillows and laying something excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think just making an effort to, uh, create memories is is such a big thing. And yeah. Well, it's, I remember I was talking to Kurt Johnston, uh, a couple of months ago. So Kurt, um, oversees all of our next gen ministries here at Saddleback. And um, he was telling me about their um, say yes policy that he and his wife Rachel had. Okay. Where whenever their kids would come in, like ask them to do something with them or ask them for a favor. 
they would say yes, knowing that one day they're going to stop asking. And right. so they want to be able to say yes. So that led to some things. Most recently, they would say um, is is one of their craziest say yeses, which, uh, which is when um, one of their kids just recently got married and they asked them, would you be able to host the reception in, in the backyard? And they were like, <laughs> well, we have a say yes policy. So yes, we will do that. <laughs> but, but it's a part of that memory making thing yeah. that you were talking about. Yeah. And that's so nice for kids, especially as they grow up and become adults mm -hmm. to think back on the memories that they had with the parents, that relationship, because every memory there, all these good memories that you're talking about making are bonding. They're part of this connection that you have, which is built based in this relationship, which is the heart of discipleship with your kid yeah. is no, it's all built on this relationship. And so as they grow up and they have their kids, that memory, you know, that's going to be instilled in them as I want to be a parent who makes memories. Just like I have all these awesome memories with my mom and dad. I want to be able to have that with my kids so that when they grow up and are thinking about me and the type of person I was, they think of the character that I showed yeah. in, in these cases, which is all part of discipleship. That's so good. You know, I, th I think it's Psalm 137 that says that children are a gift from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's, and we need to remember that because they don't feel, it doesn't feel like that all the yeah. time. Right? <laughs> but there, sure. <laughs> there's people that, that can't have kids that want to have kids. Yeah. Right. There's, and God has blessed us with, with children. So for us to be able to, uh, realize that they are a gift and, and start, um, you know, really just treating it that way. The t time goes by so fast. That's one thing I remember vividly hearing as a young parent, mm. man, time is, it's going to go by so quick with the kids. Pretty soon they're going to, and, and I'm there now and the yeah. kids, and, and I cannot believe how fast time went. Mm. And so I'm looking back and saying, did I, did I spend enough time with them? Did I do well? that stuff I can't change. Right. Um, thankfully I'm able to look at that with my bride, Tina, and we talk about this regularly, you know, cause we talk about our kids a lot yeah. is, is, um, we, we, we really, I mean, we're not perfect parents. We, we never were. We messed up a lot of times, but, but we did spend a lot of time together and we created some great memories. Yeah. It kind of makes me think of that, that saying that we've all heard of the best time to start was yesterday. <laughs> the second best time to start is today. Sure. <laughs> right? So I think just just moving forward with doing these things to um to to express love to our kids yeah. that way is something. Yeah, that's great. Like, yeah. For for any parent right now who might might feel like they're just really struggling, like I feel like my kids don't have any respect for me, don't love me, feel like my kids are just it's just feeling like it's at, like it's just at rock bottom. What is some encouragement that you could offer them right now? Yeah. Um, you know, well, I think the first thing I would say is you're not alone, right? You may feel like you're alone in this and thinking this way, but I, I just, I talk with parents all the time and I have for years and parents express that. So I'm just, I got my teeth clean. I'm talking to, <laughs> Uh, Kelly, who, who who's my hygienist, uh -huh. 
and she's a young mom and she's amazing things that she's shared with me that she does, but, but literally in tears talking about how stressed out she can be and how she reacts when she's that way. And so, so you're, you're not alone. You're not meant to do it alone is, is one big thing. Um, that, that's why, I mean, connect with us at saddlebackparents.com and look at all the resources that are there that are there to help you. Um, you can email me at parents at saddleback.com. Mm-hmm. If, if you have questions or, or something like that, I manage that email account, but, um, yeah, get, get involved in your local church, connect in a small group with, with other parents, take parents out to coffee, people like that, have conversations with them, you know, th- these types of things. I, th- I think another thing that I want you to know, and this again, it, it just across the board, whether you have, you know, you're a new parent and you are not getting any sleep because this <laughs> baby will not go to sleep, or, you know, you're a parent who's has kids in college and they're spending money like crazy (laughs) and they're failing courses or, you know, anything, wherever you are on the spectrum, uh, that, that, that you need to know that you are doing a fantastic job, Mm. a much better job than you think you are. Mm. Most people are so hard on themselves. And I talk with dads and moms alike and it's, and it's like, gosh, and as they share some of the things as I kind of get into it, they're doing a fantastic job, but they, they, they think they could be doing better or sure. stuff, you know, it's, and I can relate to that cause I have those issues too. Yeah. But I would, I would say, uh, the, that for, for, for encouragement. Oh yeah. Thanks for that. Can, can you tell our listeners, um, a little bit about the, uh, relaunch of the Saddleback Parents podcast? Yeah. So, um, uh, Kurt Johnson, and we Li- just talked about who did the say yes policy <laughs> and Liza and, and, uh, her man, Jeremy Gant. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, this is pre COVID started a, uh, a podcast called, um, I think it's parent skills podcast. Yes. And we have, we actually have those up on our website too. You can go back and listen. To yeah. We had Kurt on, on this podcast back when they launched that podcast yeah. and we, uh, and, uh, and we talked about it then a few years ago. Yeah. So Liza, who's not on staff anymore, did with Kurt did such a fantastic job of gathering volunteers and staff members to talk about parenting and just give give tips like two minute tips and and in some cases share a lot longer. And we have all these episodes up on uh, saddlebackparents.com so you can find them there. But did such such a fantastic job of that and. She, she was doing multiple things like Kurt yeah. in the church. So COVID hits. And then anyway, Liza, uh, Liza transitioned off staff and has another fantastic job that she's doing. And her and Jeremy are both volunteering now in the parent ministry. So love having them. But I get to focus on uh, parents yeah. at our church, but not just our church, like really worldwide. How can we help? How can we help parents win? Yeah. Right. That's what we're talking about. So one of the ways, one of the main ways is to uh, start a new podcast Mm -hmm. called On Purpose Parents. 
And we're actually going to start recording uh, in a couple months. Our launch date on that is going to be uh, Wednesday, January 11th. Ooh, exciting. So, yeah. And uh, you'll be able to find it, saddlebackparents.com. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll have it there, yeah. and it'll be in like 20 other places too. But um, it's, it's going to be Kurt, and it's going to be Grace mm-hmm. Yoon, uh, Pastor Sam Yoon's wife. And she is amazing. She has got such a sparkling, vibrant personality. Yeah. She's right there with her kids, a young mom with kids. So I think the mixture of her and Kurt are going to be great. And then I'm actually going to be sitting in your spot, the, <laughs> the producing. Do we, oh, there you go. Thing, right? <laughs> so I'll throw in a couple of comments, but I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be great. a lot of fun. Oh, that's awesome. And then can you, uh, and then in the last thing, can you tell people about the um, text th- th- that they can do? Oh, yeah. So if you, if you text the word parents to 83,000, so you op- open up your text app, the number is 83000, mm-hmm. and ty- type in the word parents and send it. It's going to opt you into a text, and I'm going to be sending out uh, uh, weekly texts, just uh, encouragement, tips, ideas uh, that, that'll help parents yeah. win. That's what we're looking at. That's great. So check out saddlebackparents.com. It'll give you all the information for all this stuff, including the podcast, including the texts and everything there. So Chris, thank you so much. Thank you for what you're doing for parents, uh, not just here at Saddleback, but also all around the world. So wherever you are listening from, there's stuff, there is content and, and help for you uh, that you can find on that website. And we'll put the link in the show notes uh, below too. So Chris, thank you so much. Really appreciate it, man. Good. Well, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate that and i'll tell you you and linda and what you're doing with doable discipleship so important and it's so amazing and our, our church loves it and i know a lot of other people listen to it and enjoy it and get uh get value added to themselves by you too yeah, so thanks, thanks for i think you do. i think we just passed 300 episodes if i'm doing oh. if i have my math correctly on my whiteboard <laughs> nice <laughs> so it's it's been a lot of fun <laughs> yeah that's great uh, uh friends uh thanks for listening we love you and uh we will be back with you again with another new episode next week If you enjoyed this episode, consider giving us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you do, you'll help other people find us in the future. You can also listen to these episodes on YouTube. Just subscribe to the Saddleback Church YouTube channel for these conversations, plus lots of other video content. And if you are already listening to us on YouTube, subscribe to the Doable Discipleship Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app so you can listen in the car or wherever else you go. Don't forget to visit saddleback.com slash doable to check out all of our previous episodes and go to saddleback.com slash grow to find spiritual growth resources and view a calendar of upcoming events lastly you can always get in touch with us by emailing maturity at saddleback.com send us your thoughts send us your questions your bible questions your life questions whatever who knows your question might just inspire an upcoming episode thanks again for tuning in to doable discipleship i'm jason whelan and i hope you'll join us again next week